0: Welcome to the Inside the Boards podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you learn to think like a question writer, so you can study smarter,
1: not harder, and succeed in medical school. And now here's your host, Patrick Beeman. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial by going to InsideTheBoards.com Audible. Support the podcast while keeping up on your pleasure reading by listening to the books you don't have time to read because you're studying. InsideTheBoards.com slash Audible for details. All right, Boards Insiders, welcome to 2017. The first episode of this year is going to be a little different. I have Manish Setian, who is the founder of Pavlock, which is a company whose flagship product is a wearable device that is helping people learn to develop good habits. And rid themselves of bad ones. But before we launch into that interview and some of the learning hacks that Manish provides within the conversation that we had, um, I just wanted to give you a little update on the podcast and what we have planned. The next episode I'll release will be our final Match Smarter episode on Pediatrics with Dr. Aaron McGuffin, who was also a guest on this show in episode seven. He is the founder of Universal Notes. And while I meant to release this prior to the December 30th contest that Doximity was running, I got a little behind in the editorial calendar. So stay tuned for that. We've also got great interviews lined up with guests representing Figure One, the Instagram for Doctors, Sketchy Medical, which I know a lot of you guys are using for your board's preparation, and a few hosts from other popular med-ed podcasts who are going to come on to kind of talk about their own shows, their approach to learning, and help me with a Step 1 review series that I hope to release by March, maybe at the end of February. Uh, we'll do a series to help you prepare for step one on the go. Also, check out the insidetheboards.com website where we're going to be increasing the amount of blog posts we do related to medical education and giving you advice on how to prepare for the boards, how to study what resources to use, and what not. In the interest of full disclosure, occasionally within um, the website's posts, I just wanted to let you guys know there are some affiliate links within there, which means if you decide to purchase something that we recommend, and it's not all the links, but there are some of them. We do get a small commission for that. It is small, but I'm hoping if you think some of those pieces of advice and recommendations are helpful, that you'll consider using the relevant links on the website to purchase. It does help out the podcast. I'd say keep the lights on, but really what I mean is keep up the hosting plan for the podcast, the website, etc. And on that note as well, we are looking into doing some sponsorships with companies that we find have something to offer to you as far as a relevant product or service. I do mean this show to serve your needs. So there won't be a lot of so-called like ad content, but we are going to highlight some companies that have something to offer you that either myself would use or have used, we will try to keep it unobtrusive and limited in terms of those segments within the podcast. Again, thank you so much for taking time to listen to this show. It means a lot to me to see uh, the thousands of you who have Taking the time to download these episodes. And if you like what you hear, please consider sharing the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or with your friends, as well as sending us an email to info at insidetheboards.com. If you have suggestions on what topics you would like covered in the podcast, some feedback, good or bad, or suggestions on who you would like to have interviewed or if you yourself would like to come on the show because you have something to offer your fellow MedEd learners. I'd love to hear from you. With that being said, we'll launch into the interview with Manish and stay tuned to the end to find out how you can get 50% off a Pavlok device thanks to Manish's generous offer or go to insidetheboards.com slash episode 019 for details. All right, so on today's show, I have kind of a, a different uh, guest than usual and a different kind of focus today. We have Manish Sethi, who is the founder of Pavlock, which is a wearable device that can help you break bad habits, and God knows we all have probably a few of those, but also help you create good ones. So I wanted to invite him on to just kind of tell us how that might help make medical school more efficient for students. So thank you so much, Manish, for taking the time. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's a pleasure to chat. All right. So what is what is Pavlok? That sounds um, suspiciously familiar as a as a name. <laughs> sort of a leading question, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Obviously. Uh, okay. So Pavlok, um, the company, is different than Pavlock the product. And so at the company, our goal is to help people get control of their own behavior. When people want to stop, break, uh, break bad habits or form good ones, we find and use the best methodology and the best systems and the best technology to create like the perfect way for individuals to achieve their goals. And, uh, we started off with this product called Pavlock, which is w- where it came from. And, uh, I used to have trouble getting stuff done, probably like a lot of, uh, your listeners. Um, I would always wait until the last minute before a deadline was due. And then I would pull an all nighter and then I would get it done always. You know, 99% of the time, but it would always be last minute. Right. I said, huh, let me experiment with different ways to make myself execute upon this. And I hired a girl whose job was to follow me around. And every time I went off task, she would slap me in the face. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I wrote a blog post about this and, um, it came down to uh, like my productivity skyrocketed to 98%. And I got, um, four months of writing done in four days. I was fascinated by this. And so I called up a friend and I said, Hey, what if we made like a dog, like a, Caller like a dog caller that could zap me if I went on Facebook and he said oh my god let's build this at Radio Shack today let's go it was going to be for a blog post but it ended up being uh, I had the idea it's I thought this is really interesting there's a lot of wearables tracking what you do this one's changing what you do so with Pavlock, we developed a device that's basically a device that can vibrate beep and release electrical impulses and it rewards you with positive sensations when you do good things and it uses electric stimulus to help reduce bad ones So our core focus has been on helping people quit bad habits. Um, We have a very powerful Pavlovian uh, way, which is what you were trying to edge towards, um, using a classical conditioning technique known as aversion therapy. You ever get like really drunk on tequila and then like the smell of tequila makes you sick? Has that ever happened to you? Uh,
1: Not tequila, but there was a a unfortunate run in with a, a bourbon in Austria in 2003, but yes, for 10 years. You know, how,
0: you know how you like used to like it and then you got sick at one point and then from that, like you just stopped liking it? Absolutely. There's like a cringe and like the, the, the pit of your stomach?
1: Yeah, like a visceral reaction against it. It's
0: called an aversion and you can create that using a Pavlovian conditioning technique of association, just like Pavlov rang the, del- the bell. Uh, if you experience an uncomfortable stimulus while you type in facebook.com or while you bite your nails or while you drink alcohol, your brain will start to create the association. So we have a five-day program for helping people break uh, a variety of bad habits. Why five days? It's just a five-day get started five-day program. The first, it's, it's honestly, it should be a little bit longer, but the way it's get it's designed right now is the first day is like an introduction to how the system works, and we ask you to, to push the button and track while you do the behaviors for the first few days. The second day and the third day are meditation sessions, and we introduce you on to cognitive behavioral therapy practices and 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 um identifying your triggers. Um, and then on day four and five, we teach how to do the, the, the zap sessions where you'll do the bad habit while the device releases a stronger electrical zap. That's one side of the business, but the core, of the, the, the core of the product is it's a haptic feedback stimulus that can do a variety of patterns and you can use it in a variety of ways. We're targeting bad habits and we're targeting helping people wake up. Uh, and so right now, our big, uh, one of our biggest products is um, it's called the shock Clock, and we're definitely going to change that name. But it uh, helps you, it vibrates to wake you up in the morning. If you don't get up, it will beep, and then it will start to zap and release the zap until you wake up. And people who use it consistently start getting up before the zap goes off because they're like awa- awake with adrenaline. And so we have now released a new a new feature. It's pretty cool. Every time you wake up, it vibrates to wake you up. You have a minute to get out of bed and do jumping jacks. And if you don't do the jumping jacks, it will start to zap. So like the alarm is triggered by you actually getting up and out of bed rather than. um... So, yeah, those are the things that we've been working on heavily. And uh, yeah.
1: So let's talk about some of those practicalities. Let's say I am a medical student who wants to build a morning routine that's, that's effective, that helps me study, uh, that helps me learn what I need to do so I can avoid more like cramming type sessions you mentioned. If I purchase the wearable watch type device, uh, the Pavlok uh, flagship product, how do I use it? What, what practically happens the, the month I start? Using it to form a new habit
0: is a focus of our starting in January. And so I'll tell you what we're doing there. Um, right now at this individual second, uh, we haven't released it yet. It's all focused on bad habits and waking you up early. Uh, we have one feature, uh, which is our productivity Chrome extension, which knows what websites you're on mm-hmm. and your to-do list. It syncs with you know, RescueTime and Todoist and it lets you choose your to-do list items, it makes you stick to a Pomodoro. Like you gotta do like 30 minute sessions of studying. And then the key focus is you set black lists for your websites you wanna get off of. So 20 minutes per hour on Facebook or 15 minutes per day on Reddit or whatever. And if you go over it, then the device will start to beep and zap as you approach the, the end of those timelines. So that's a good way to kind of keep you off of unproductive sites. Yeah. But the, the way to form a new habit is much, is much deeper. So, the way to, to make yourself like you can get off Facebook and Reddit, but you might do, you might check your phone or, or you might, you know, you can always find an excuse if you don't have clear goals and you don't have a clear methodology of what you want to achieve and you haven't like set yourself up for success with a positive habit. Two different things. There are two very different, different things. You can't
1: brain. remove one thing without replacing it with another, essentially, right?
0: That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I don't posit that. Okay. Saying, um, removing something like an aversion towards an aversion towards alcohol, you may replace it with, I mean, with another type of alcohol. Sure. Of course it could be done like that, but it also might be done and utilized to help you drink water. So in that case, you're utilizing it to substitute. Um, I guess what, you're, what I'm saying is basically the same thing when you, you are correct. Like when you feel, when you experience a trigger, you are, if you experience an aversion to the smoke, your reaction will be something different. And in the same way – anyway, so Breaking Bad Habits is about identifying and and doing the behavior while you experience the zap and doing it like mindfully towards wanting to remove the behavior. That's breaking a habit. Forming a new habit is about doing something consistently for many uh, days in a row based at the same time or based after the same trigger. And so starting in January, we're working on uh, uh, like a challenge essentially, like a big group Big group community. So the, the breakdown is getting yourself to do something is something that a device can never do by itself. It, you need like, like a lot of people need a community and a coach or a challenge to, yeah. to get someone to do something for a period of time and to form the habit properly. So our device helps reinforce and helps remind you through vibrations and zaps. You can give your friends access so that if they succeed and you don't, they get to zap you, things like that. Like it becomes a social community, It becomes a tool for habit formation, you can use it for sure for habit formation if you're dedicated, but our goal is just to figure out what is the actual right way to increase the efficacy for, for habit formation. Starting in January, we have our first program coming out.
1: Okay, that's awesome. That's- you don't need to have lock to use it, which is
0: cool. You don't need the hardware. You can join the group. It's a Facebook group and a community, coaches and a challenge, where you can join and work with other people who are forming New Year's resolutions basically around habits.
1: So let's say that med students, uh, doctors in general, surprisingly, have a very high incidence of nail-biting, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've seen on the website that there's a number of testimonials of people who have successfully rid themselves of that bad habit. What's the kind of time frame from initiating your attempt at ridding yourself of a bad habit from the time you implement Pavlok till the time you can say, I've essentially gotten rid of the habit I meant to rid myself of
0: so of our users who complete the five days we have about a 55 to 65 percent success success rate in breaking their bad habit so they they quit the nail biting when we survey them like in a month or two of that 55 to 65 percent about half of them do it in seven days or less okay and they don't need it anymore and i'd say like a quarter of them are like like within the first two zaps like immediately it's like Uh, this is not like I I, we certainly don't like think I'm not like saying that these are common results or anything but um the way that the brain processes it there's like never been an instantaneous negative sensation for that behavior ever like the brains the habit is stored in the reptile brain which likes what it likes and it doesn't like what it doesn't like and that's it it has no thought you've never had a negative instantaneous sensation at the same time Your body's never felt it so for many of our users or for some of our users when you um, press the button while you bite your nails the first few times, like just the act of keeping it on your wrist, you're like, Oh, I don't want to do that because I'll have to press the button again. You just stop doing it. You see a lot of people just keep it on the wrist and stop doing it after the first few, because it was very immersive. My point is about 35, 55% of people finish in the first,
1: first seven days. Okay. Awesome. So there's some suggestion that a, a sort of, um, enhanced approach to learning could t- take place uh, within the literature. Um, some researchers uh, like uh, Dunsmore, Murdy, Vici, and Phelps published a paper in Nature in 15 uh, where they talked about memory-enhanced learning or using essentially an electrical stimulus to increase retention and recollection of, of information. And what they did was they put two groups together, showed some pictures of tools and then pictures of animals, and then paired either um, the animals or the tool viewing session to an electrical stimulus. Then retested next day, you know, what sequence uh, essentially that they had um, been presented this information and found that the shot group essentially had much better attention and recall of these pictures at 24 hours um, post-viewing compared to those who did not have their viewing associated with the electrical stimulus. So I wonder if there's a way to use Pavlok, the wearable device to help enhance things you really need to know. Maybe you know your weakness in approaching a big test is going to be neurology, and you have to study for six weeks, right? So maybe during the neurology learning, you stimulate yourself with the Pavlov's electrical zap. Perhaps it could help you learn and increase your attention. I don't know. Will that be part of the thing in January, or is there room for that to kind of figure out for students who are trying to learn?
0: So the study that you were, ta- you were mentioning is, is interesting and, and it had a second part that's fascinating. So they had these people come in and categorize tools and animals and then come in again the next day and they were zapped either for the tools or for the animals. And then the ones who were zapped for tools remembered the tools better. The ones who were zapped for animals remember the animals better. But they also remembered items from the previous day in the same category that they weren't zapped for. It had retroactively reactivated memories in the mind. Which means if I zap myself while I learn your name, I'm likely to remember the name of somebody last night at a party who I didn't zap myself for, which is a really powerful trick for memory of, for name
1: memories. Or perhaps when you're reviewing material at night from lecture during the day, there may be an enhancement in learning that material from the morning.
0: Yeah, so I wrote an integration with a um, flashcard app called Anki. You might be familiar with it, space repetition. And I set it up so that if you get it wrong, you get a zap. And that was pretty fun. I learned words really fast. That code has been removed since that uh, we deprecated that API, but we have a new um, developer kit for developers. So it would take you know a good developer three days to write an integration where you could have a flashcard app that would vibrate beepers app, depending on if you get it right. Second, like that's, that's the thing that I think is a very quick, easy solution for, for learning fast. I think it's a great idea. Should probably do it at some point. On the second side, I've been working on a little uh, app for my uh, nephews and nieces and basically a flashcard that shows words and letters and gives Morse code at the same time and vibration patterns so that you would feel as you read uh, a stimulus, like the way that the brain learns is through sensory inputs through the, you remember faces and smells and sounds, but names and numbers are really hard. You you have to figure out a trick to associate it with a physical sense in order to, to retain the memory in the brain. And so Morse code, if you associate multiple recurring vibrant patterns at the same time, should help you recall the item faster. So I gave last year, I went to the U S national memory championships and I gave a couple of the winners, the Pavlok to test out with zapping different patterns for different words you're trying to learn. It's got really promising results. You know, we don't have the, we didn't have the programming ready for them to do. They can already memorize a thousand things and we have like seven settings. So it's like, it's not gonna have too much value in the initial stages. But the idea of um, receiving varieties of patterns as you, learn, as you learn words should help you be able to recall it. And, you know, like sometimes you're trying to remember a word on the tip of your tongue and like you think of the picture and then the picture helps jog the memory. Like, the idea is that you'd be able to like feel it, too. So like if you're trying to jog the memory, you have a third thing to think about. Like the word bird feels like a pattern that you learned in your neurology exam while you're studying. So you'll be like, oh, that's right. On the left of my hand that's right that's the word you know what i'm saying
1: well yeah i mean and you know there's a lot of talk about learning styles and people the easy ones are you know i'm an auditory learner i'm a visual learner but there's also kinesthetic learning you know that incorporates the the movement the touch the forgotten sense but yeah i mean having that sort of stimulus to incorporate all your senses probably builds a stronger mental model for whatever it is you're trying to remember
0: yeah, it's, it's fascinating because like this month of the company has been a big discussion about who are we because all these things are like part of the same product. The product is just vibrating, beeping, zapping. The only thing we've done is create a new way to add sensory input to the human body. That's what we've done. But you can take that out and look at it in a million different directions because it's just like a new way to experience information. So learning has been on my mind forever, but bad habits are what we were good at because we have abnormal rates for quitting, nail biting and smoking. Now it's like a focus on, you know, it's, it's it's interesting. It's like trying to identify how can we make this thing right for the world is a very curious problem to solve. So learning, I think, is a fascinating way of looking at it as a as a positive product.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, okay. So what can students do to get a Pavlock? Where do they, where
0: do they go? Uh, they go to com so I'll give you guys a 50% off coupon. If you're in medical school, you guys should definitely be trying this out.
1: So there you have it. Head over to pavlock.com. And after you go through the checkout process, at the final page before you pay, there will be an option to put in a discount code. Put in inside the boards to get a fifty percent off discount, making a pavlock only seventy five bucks. So, Manish, any other I guess hacks for learning that you can provide? Like, I'll give you a
0: very quick, simple system that doesn't require any hardware. Just how how would you improve your life if you want to get yourself to focus on something? Here's the short version: You should set yourself up for success. And the way to do that is to identify what are the things that, are, that you would like to do that you're not doing. It's basically, the secret is make yourself wake up 20 to 30 minutes earlier and start working on that one thing right there. Create a new space of time that never existed before and insert into that time the one activity you want to do. And you can make it for your first two week week or two weeks, just one minute of that task. If it's like study in a book Just one minute is all you have to do for the first week. Second week, increase it to two or three or four minutes. But try to insert it either before you wake up or like right after you wake up so that you can make it the first thing you do in the day. The habit will form. That is how you can get yourself to go from being a kind of person who never studies to the person who's always ahead of the game. Just a simple one minute trick for a few weeks.
1: Well, that's some good takeaway advice. I appreciate that. So thanks, Manish, for your time. Take care, man. Bye. And use the code inside the boards at checkout off pavlock.com to get fifty percent off. And I will also put the link in the show's webpage. The music for today's show is thanks to the world is a beautiful place and I am no longer afraid to die. The song is I Can Be Afraid of Anything of Harmlessness. You can follow them on Twitter at T-W-I-A-B-P, that's The World is a Beautiful Place, or check out their website, theworldisabeautifulplace.com. Thanks guys for letting us use the tune and keep making great music. Inside the Boards is
0: in no way affiliated with the United States Medical Licensing Examination, Comprehensive Osteopathic Medical License Examination, National Board of Medical Examiners, the National Council of State Boards of Nursing, National Board of Osteopathic Medical Examiners, or any other licensing or examination body. All exam names and other trademarks are the property of the respective trademark owners. Content discussed during the program is the property of Inside the Boards, or the attributed trademark owner, and may not be reproduced without permission from the appropriate entity. Inside the Boards fully adheres to the respective policies on irregular behavior outlined by the aforementioned credentialing bodies.